uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Out Loud. Facebook are one of the world's most recognisable brands when it comes to technology platforms. It seems everyone has a Facebook account and soon, maybe it will seem every business has a Workplace account. Workplace by Facebook is a unified communications, collaboration and social platform designed specifically for use within businesses. Workplace is only just over two years old but already there are over 30,000 businesses utilising the platform with huge enterprises like Royal Bank of Scotland, GlaxoSmithKline and Walmart already on board. We wanted to find out more so we headed down to the Facebook offices in London to speak to the Workplace executive team. Firstly, I was joined by Julien Le Secher, who is the Director of Workplace by Facebook for the EMEA. Julien told me how Workplace was developed as an internal tool for communication and collaboration within Facebook themselves, but they pretty quickly realised that it could have relevance for other businesses around the world, so started to offer this as a service. Have a listen. In October 2016, we decided to launch this product to the world. So first we changed the name from Facebook at work to Workplace, and we also added a, a bunch of, of, of features to make it enterprise ready. So we already knew that we had a relatively solid product when it comes to the end user experience because of the familiarity of the experience, the quality or the premium experience on mobile, or this kind of full spectrum of communication from asynchronous in groups to synchronous in workplace chat, uh, this understanding that rich media was absolutely key in new ways to communicate and create emotional connection. Well, actually, most of the tools were text-only based. We moved to text plus pictures plus videos, and Workplace was doing this very, very well. But at the same time, we knew it was not enough to be able to actually please enterprise. And so that's why we built a lot of features for the admins, basically, and for the buyers and the decision makers in these big companies. So we invested a lot of time, a lot of energy to actually build a, a, a strong admin console where actually they can control the content, they can control the access, they can uh, take actions towards this content, these people, and see, of course, the analytics around this product. So again, on Workplace, this is one of the key differences with, with Facebook is you control the content. Like you see all the groups, if you are an admin with the right admin rights, you see all the groups, you can see all the content, you can take down content. You control the access. So it means that you are the one populating people inside your instance. And you can remove people, you can deactivate people, you can invite people, but basically this is your instance. We also created uh, a bunch of bridges uh, uh, thanks to the partnerships we have built with Microsoft, Okta, Ping, and Google to make the provisioning, deprovisioning, authentication very easy across all these platforms. Because again, they were not waiting for us to have an IT system. So we wanted really to plug into these things and we don't want to become the directory of the company. They already have these tools. So the goal was really just to make sure that we can connect to these source of truth. And the third point that makes a big difference with, with, with Facebook is you own the data. As a company, you own the data. In premium instance, you own the data. So it means that there is, of course, no friends, no family, no com public content on Workplace. But more important, there is no ads. We cannot use the data, period. You own the data, exactly as for any other 
uh, SaaS uh, companies to price. So again, you control the access, you control the content, you own the data. And so we had not only to say it, but we had to show it. I was going to say, how much of a challenge was that? And I'm assuming that's partly why you were bought in because of your experience in the enterprise in, in terms of shifting a focus from a, although a, a branch, a division of a, effectively a consumer application to, a, to an enterprise ready application. I think there are two, two trends here. The first one is, it's been a couple of years now that people at home have better tools at, at work. And we see this consumerization of IT, not just from an hardware perspective, but from a software services perspective as well. And that's what made the success of Dropbox and many other tools. And we knew for years that people were using Facebook groups for work. Just type like any famous brand, just type on Facebook, tab groups, close groups, and you're gonna see like hundreds of groups related to this brand, like employees driven groups. And eff effectively, that that's sort of shadow IT, wasn't yeah. it? Of that consumeration, of, that was the problem for IT teams. Yes, exactly. And, and the same for Messenger, the same for WhatsApp and all these tools. So again, we knew we had kind of a market fit from a user perspective. They already knew and they already wanted to use and love to use this tool. When you actually uh, can show that Wild Bank of Scotland, probably the oldest bank in Europe, decided to move to workplace, tens of thousands of people, from the CEO to the people working in branch offices. It's, it's kind of a big statement, and uh, it helped us a lot actually to open the door and to have the right level of conversations with, with, with these uh, customers. We, we are here to really help companies to connect all the people, to give everyone a voice in the company, to help them to create meaningful uh, communities. So workplace works only in wall-to-wall -world deployment mode. Communication, collaboration, and I think that first, we need to fix communication in the enterprise. Because so many people are using different tools that it creates more silos. So you need first to fix this, to have one common set of tools that people can use, people can find information, people can reach out people, and be sure that actually they will get an answer or they will find the answer. One of the main strengths of Workplace is going to be that familiarity of UI. And whenever we talk about technology deployments, whether it's a collaboration yeah. solution, one of the main problems and stumbling blocks is user adoption and, yeah. and training. And I suppose one of your advantages in that is the you know massively intuitive user interface that everyone's very familiar with from the from the consumer side. We are very lucky because not only a lot of people really know this user experience, but we also have thousands and thousands of engineers every single day trying to make it better for Facebook, and so trying to make it better uh, by extension to Workplace. Another thing, if I may, that we keep getting feedback about is um, the quality of the experience on mobile. Most of the enterprise software have not been designed for mobile. Free. Mobile's an afterthought. Exactly. Even you mentioned some of the tools you are using today that have been designed first about desktops, desktop, desktop. And then, oh, maybe we should have them. Oh, I mean, we have to build a mobile app. For us, it's like mobile is absolutely like key. We are a mobile first type of, of, of company. Uh, if you think about Instagram, WhatsApp, and Messenger, and, 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 you know, and even Facebook. The third thing is, and something that is usually not necessarily perceived at f as first as a key advantage, is our machine learning uh, capabilities at Facebook. So you all know the open graph uh, on Facebook, basically 
you have one profile, but you connect through different apps at different times, through different devices, you engage with this type of content, you have friends, and we define this graph in order to surface the right content at the right time to the right people. It's even more important in the workplace because you have to be productive. And so that's why we created the, uh, the uh, work graph, uh, which is basically like the open graph, but in the work environment. That's the information will be ranked based on the org chart of the organization, but on, the, on your team, your direct peers, the content you, you engage with before. And so just very simple example, if you have an organization of tens of thousands of people, if you start to tag someone, automatically we will suggest the right people because we, we know already your existing relationship and, uh, and collaboration intensity you had with, with these people. So it will make your job way, way easier. And again, we do that for 2.2 billion people on Facebook. So for us to do it for an organization with 100,000 people, it's okay. And we learn a lot and we keep actually working on these things. The last point is definitely this new rich media experience, an expressive communication. Uh, most of the communication in enterprise is stuck like in 2002 or three, when actually most of these organizations involved a lot the way they are talking to their customers. So they move from print to radio to TV to web to social to messaging. But what did happen to their enterprise communication channels? Posters, internet, distribution list, email. That's it. And so it means that none of these tools are channels are actually designed to support rich media engagement. 360 videos, autoplay videos, photo albums from mobile tagging and all these things. But this is what people expect now. When you want to launch a new product and you announce it to your entire organization, text is good. I can tell you that a picture worth thousands of words. It's even more important in an international organization. Because again, you need to, maybe some people uh, don't speak the language of the, the official language of the company. Everyone speaks meme, I think. Yeah, and GIF and, and many other things. And by the way, I forgot to mention the work, gr work graph and machine learning thing. Uh, also, and this is super important for a large organization, especially for top-down, uh, for broadcast communication type of scenario, is auto-translate. When you post in French, if the person in Japan has his workplace set in Japanese, he will see the post automatically in Japanese. It's about reducing the distance to turn your organization into a one meaningful community and make sure that people understand the message. And when they understand the message, they can challenge the message. And then when things are actually clear, they can execute on the vision, execute on the mission. And this is what we see in many organizations like Booking.com and others. I know you've done a huge amount of work on the integrations, like you said, Salesforce, the, the Office, Office 365, yeah. Dropbox. How important do you think, and I think collaboration, we always talk about that, that consolidated workflow. And I was explaining yeah. to you before that my workflow is anything but consolidated. But how important is that as a provision from workplace to try and provide that consolidated workflow where users have that one application that they can, as you said, bridge in and out of? I, th I think it's key because again, uh, it's all about the people. It's all about the people. If, you are, if Right now, if they are not happy about the tool, they will just switch to another tool. So you have to provide them a very seamless experience moving not just from one tool to another, but from a flow content perspective as well. Basically at Facebook, we are using hundreds of bots, but not like a BS bots, like we are really actively using them since 
basically day one in your organization to the exit when you leave the organization. I will give you a couple of examples. We have the interviewer bot. So we, have, we are growing like any company, a lot of people are applying for a job, we have interview processes. And uh, in the good old days, in other companies, how it works is basically, oh, sorry, I have an interview. Um, and then you come back to your Outlook, you look at the calendar to check the room, you look at the email, last email with maybe the name of the guy or the, the woman, and uh, uh, then you need to find the job desk and the CV. And at Facebook, it's different. Like 30 minutes before I have an interview, the interviewer bot is pinging me through workplace chat and say, hey, in 30 minutes, you have an interview with this person, it was his resume, the job desk, and the missing room. It's very basic, it's just a push of information. 30 minutes later, it, the bot will call me back and say, hey, it's time to share feedback about the interview. So it's part of the flow of the day. That's my point, it's really past. So the information is coming to you at the right time. So it does not break your flow and so your productivity. So it's all about enhancing that efficiency and yeah. time saving and all and of those aspects. People, people satisfaction first. Uh, I read in the uh, Harvard Business Review a couple of uh, months ago, uh, we often say that people leave their job because of their managers. It's, it's, it looks like it's not true. It's because they don't do enough what they love at work. They spend too much time doing things they don't enjoy. And fact is, you never enjoy actually looking for a CV, looking for the next interview you have. And so you want to reduce this time. Of course, there is a fixed amount of time that you need to spend on paperwork and all these things, but you want for your people to reduce this time as much as you can so they spend time doing things they love and they are good at. And so they will be more motivated, more dedicated to the organization. So, and we have a lot of bots like this to help. And at the same time, we understood that a lot of companies were not using like internal applications, but also uh, third-party applications like Trello and others and Salesforce and Office 65, and that's why we built these integrations. So this is exactly, the, I think, the best uh, way to describe why we strongly believe in integrations on workplace, because it will help distribution for these independent software vendors, but at the same time provide amazing experience for the end users and the people. Well, it's fascinating to hear how the people are the focus. So, Julien, thank you so much for chatting with us. Thank you. Thank you very much. After speaking to Julien, I was then joined by Jeff Perfect. Jeff is the Global Director for Online and Channel at Workplace by Facebook and has a long industry history working at companies like Apple and BlackBerry. I wanted to understand from Jeff what his main focuses have been since he began at Workplace at the start of 2018 really focused on helping our our team grow through primarily through the digital channel through the online channel through a great SMB case studies what was it the challenge that appealed to you coming because it is a big challenge isn't yeah. it from effectively a yeah. consumer face yeah. to a you know a b2b uh, so there's a bunch of answers to that question um, and it's 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 layered so first I believe and have believed for the longest time that consumer technology is significantly advanced beyond B2B technology. I worked at BlackBerry before Apple. So again, you know, you were able to see how that was more of a true B2B play, but you were able to see how this type of consumer first individual type technology found its way into the hands of, of, of business users. Show up at Apple, same story again, that consumer technology and the growth and scale of what you used at home and the sophistication of what you used at home was so much more profound than when you went to work. And so I truly believe that there is this opportunity to see consumer technology 
uh, influence the B2B space. So that was kind of number one. Number two was just this idea that there had to be a better way. And no knock on Microsoft or G Suite, but quite frankly, I've father of two teenagers, sending email to them is a lost cause. And quite and I see that I think about them going into the workplace and me and then having old tools like email and Outlook and calendaring just seems very just counterintuitive. Yeah, it's taking a step back. Yeah, right. Exactly. And and we and I heard that again and again at Apple and I hear it here, which is it's time for a new way, a new paradigm of of tools that allow people to communicate the way that they're most used to. And so to me, that was the sort of second big selling point was this idea that there's a platform or a tool that helps change the way people communicate, reduce that distance, bring good ideas and surface good ideas in ways that you know just email doesn't, quite yeah. frankly. And how much of a challenge is the go-to-market for workplace? Uh, I mean, sir, I would say that Facebook has a two and a half billion people on its platform. Pretty and, good starting yeah, point. Right? Let's start there, right? I think obviously we are always looking to expand our message and be very clear on what our uh, our mission statement is. But with the wind at our back, like we have with Facebook uh, and that huge number of users who understand our platform and our tools from day one makes it really quite Advantageous. I won't. I won't say easy because that was. It's not an easy. Right. Yeah, and I suppose as ma as many as two two billion users, however much they love the consumer platform, right. effectively, it's not all of them that are making the decisions about what business applications right. are going to be used. So, in t in terms of the go to market, what what's the setup globally for, for you guys in, in terms of direct? And I I, I did hear some talk of partners and. Yep. So first and foremost, we started as a direct organization and primarily an inbound direct organization using our website and our landing pages as ways to sort of communicate and encourage people to try our product. It's the classic SaaS model. Over the next little while, we'll continue to uh, think about how we add partners. I think there's lots of different ways that uh, we can add partners in the go-to-market motion. Global system integrators are some that are obvious. We you know, have been quite public with our relationship with PwC. And I think they're building a practice around workplace, which is fantastic. I think you can see other ways for us to encourage the market through just our direct model, through things like resellers, things like that. Nothing to sort of share today, but I think those are the ideas that we're encouraged by and want to continue to explore. That's maybe the other point I'd make here is it's an amazing company for exploring ideas and a lot of experimentation. Well, I was going to say, from, from your industry experience, is that how it normally works? And I was about to say in a fledgling business, but that's yeah. not really... I, yeah. mean, I mean, effectively, Workplace is relatively young. It is. And I suppose that de that development does happen in terms of direct, and then the, the model is defined right. in terms of the best way to proliferate the product. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, we're going to try a lot of different things, right? I mean, and it's the beautiful thing about working here, as opposed to some of the other companies I've worked at, is you get to wear your failure like a badge of honor. Um, failure is not, um, you know, fatal here. But yeah, it's not fatal. In fact, if anything, I think it's encouraged because it's an opportunity to learn. And so we'll try a lot of different things over the next little while. Some will be amazing. Some probably won't work. But we'll learn from it and we'll pivot and continue to grow. So, yeah, I think, you know, we've got an amazing plan. So. Well, I wanted to get your opinion as well on the the collaboration market in general obviously that there are some well-established players yep. slack probably the the traditional yep. but we're seeing more and more focus from from microsoft yep. and cisco on their on their teams yep. platform so yep. what, what what would you say is the main differentiator for workplace what what's 
what's your pitch up against those sure. alternatives? Well, so first I always start, or we always start with the realization that uh, this is a product that everybody understands immediately. So the instantaneous nature of uh, usability is critical. I think if you look at a lot of those other products, what you find is there's an element of training, there's an element of complexity, and quite frankly, that sort of manifests itself in, in lower usability. So instantly, instantly usable infinitely scalable too that's the other important thing right is because we're building um across an amazing infrastructure we have profound scalability the third piece i think is just that it's this interplay between work and personal and that sort of blurring of those lines and the fact that you know you use a tool that you love to use in your personal life and that you can equally use in your work life i think really just brings a esprit de corps or something like that to work that uh quite frankly if you're sort of channeled into a narrow product that is exclusively for business, it starts to feel a little a little shallow. One of my questions was going to be about leveraging the success that Facebook right. itself has in the consumer world. But, but there's a challenge there, isn't there? Because there's a separation, yeah. obviously, between Workplace yeah. and Facebook, but you still want to be able to leverage, like you said, the, the UI and, yeah. the, and the benefits of Facebook to use in Workplace for, for enterprise and business customers. Mm. Yeah, I think we're very clear that there's a significant separation between your work data and your personal data. That's a question that we get probably 10 times a day, and we've been unbelievably clear on that um, and, and will continue to be. And we're clear on our security guidelines and our security accreditations. We're clear on our sort of administration capabilities. So I think we solve that, let's call it the B2B problem around security management and administration but equally then balance it with the usability of a product that everybody knows and loves. So I think that's that delicate balance. I think Apple's done a really good job of that. Arguably Google probably and G Suite's done a good job of that. And now I think this is an amazing opportunity for Facebook to do the same. One of your main benefits, and you touched on this before, is with, with any adoption of, or rollout of any new technology solution, there's always, the adoption is critical, isn't mm. it? And, and and the fact that you have that native, intuitive UI that, let's face it, everyone virtually knows how to use yeah. is, a, is a huge advantage in the sales process, isn't it? It is, yeah, 100%. I think um, this is why we get such interesting uptake in our inbound digital channel because the moment that you sign up for our product, it's immediately understandable. You don't have to go through some long YouTube video or onboarding videos, and quite frankly, if you don't understand how to use it in the first five minutes, uh, you're probably not a Facebook user, <laughs> right? Or you might come from another planet, right? Um, we see, you know, we see very quick adoption in that regard. If you're committed to using some type of platform like this, it's clear that in the first five minutes of usage here, we we know if you're if you're going to stick with it. It seems like we're relatively early on in the stage of workplace consolidation and collaboration and, and workflow technology. How big a market do you think this is going to be potential and how crucial as part of overall Facebook yeah. provision is this going to be? Well, so we did a little analysis and figured out that there's probably somewhere north of a billion and a half potential users for our product. It's quite a few. Yeah, so let's start there, right? The reality is you have to exit probably some that are maybe more in, you know, frontline agriculture or things like that that mobile a mobile first application wouldn't be relevant. 
After that, it looks very interesting for us frontline workers, we believe, which make up, you know, the pyramid of employment at the bottom of that pyramid or sort of the foundation of that pyramid, I should say, is a lot of people who work in frontline jobs. I think our product is perfect for them. Uh, and I think we need to continue to push on that thread to see how you can collapse um, the organizational structure so frontline and senior executives are really using our tool to communicate in real time. And that's a really interesting point, actually, because potentially frontline workers have been slightly disconnected. Yeah. I mean, again, just to reflect on my experience at Apple a little bit, but you have somewhere in the neighborhood of probably close to seventy to 80,000 frontline workers who are at Apple retail stores. I mean, how and Walmart's not much different, right? Starbucks, et cetera. All of them need to fi find a way to keep culture alive, to keep uh, feedback loops alive, to keep uh, morale high, motivation strong. And so there aren't many tools in the world that I'm aware of that allow that type of connection to happen in real time. Quite frankly, I, I think this is probably the only one. And from a, lastly, from a sales perspective, you must be incredibly encouraged by the speed of development because, I mean, yeah. we heard about all the new features added on at Flow and, yeah. and we were talking about the speed yeah. of development. From a sales, I know it's nothing better than having a, a new addition to talk about and a yeah. new feature to talk about. Yeah, it's, again, this is a different paradigm than I'm used to where we're adding features every day. Uh, they might be small. They might be an adjustment here or there, a color here or there, or a, a card or something here or there. But we're continually adding these features. I come from a background where it's more of a version control, right? Whereas in this world, it's amazing sort of speed of change, which quite frankly, those changes are made for the better. Uh, and so not having to wait until, you know, let's call it version control seven on Monday, every, of the, every first Monday of every month, which a lot of software vendors sort of subscribe to, uh, I I couldn't be more excited to see how fast this changes and then how it benefits our customers. Well, I'd, I'm also fascinated to see how, how much that the developments benefit customers. So, Jeff, thanks so much for chatting. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. I have to say I really enjoyed my trip to the Facebook offices. They were pretty spectacular. So a massive thanks to the Workplace team for having us down. Also, a huge thanks to both Julianne and Jeff for coming onto the podcast with me. Workplace by Facebook obviously has huge potential to succeed even in such a competitive collaboration market. If you want to know more about Workplace by Facebook, you can find loads of details, including information on all the latest functions and features that they have added to the platform on our website. So if you head to uctoday.com and search for Workplace, you can find everything you might want there. That's it for this episode of Out Loud, though. As always, thanks for listening.